you are sealed by the Holy Spirit in baptism and marked as Christ's own forever. Please be seated. Well, as if the ribbons didn't tell you, it is an important day at St. Michael Church. In the morning, we celebrate All Saints Day, and in the evening, we observe All Souls Day. All saints celebrate those who have been sealed by the Holy Spirit in baptism and marked as Christ's own forever. Some saints are well known, some are long forgotten to the world's memory. But all saints are known to God and form that great cloud of witnesses who glorify God and intercede on behalf of the world. All souls remembers the faithful departed whom we love but see no longer. And so today, I know there are many here who are grieving the loss of a parent, a child, a sibling, or a friend. And tonight is a wonderful opportunity to come, light a candle, bear witness to their lives, and give thanks for the impact they had on you. All saints in the morning, all souls in the evening, it's a very important day. Baptism lies at the center of what we do this morning. Whether we are baptizing babies or renewing our baptismal covenant, and I'd like to say a word about what's about to happen in this service to raise your awareness so that when you see it, it goes a little deeper. After the sermon, while the congregation is singing, the baptismal candidates, their parents and their godparents, yes, even the one crying, will come forward and present their loved ones for baptism. But here's the interesting thing in the church's wisdom. Once you're there, once you present the candidates, the rector examines them, ensuring that everyone is ready for this life-changing commitment. The examination is no joke. It involves renouncing all manifestations of evil and affirming trust in Jesus Christ. Yes, we are a church that believes in being born again. Following the examination, we renew our baptismal covenant. We affirm our belief in one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. We make promises to worship regularly, to resist sin, to proclaim the gospel, to serve others, and especially in election season, to respect the dignity of every human being. We acknowledge we can't do this in our own power, but only with God's help. Then we pray for the candidates, we bless the water, we baptize them in the name of God, and then following the baptism, there's an interesting line, you are sealed by the Holy Spirit in baptism and marked as Christ's own forever. I'll say a word about that in just a minute. And then a priest hands the family a candle, signifying that they shine with the light of Christ. The newly presented are brought to the congregation, and we continue with Holy Communion. That's what we're going to do in just a minute, and I want you to be aware of those steps because each one is on purpose. The part of the service I'd like to focus on now is the part where the candidate receives the oil of chrism on the forehead and the priest says, you are sealed by the Holy Spirit in baptism and marked as Christ's own forever. What does that mean? Why does that matter? The image of being sealed by the Holy Spirit comes from the book of Ephesians, which we just heard. Listen again. In Christ, we have obtained an inheritance having been destined according to the purpose of him who accomplishes all things. And then it continues, In him you also, when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of our salvation, and believed in him, were marked, <laughs> were marked with the seal of the promised Holy Spirit. 
This is the pledge of your inheritance toward redemption as God's own people to the praise of his glory. Friends, God is constantly seeking to widen the circle of his communion. He starts with the people of Israel. He moves to those who follow Jesus Christ. There is not a soul on earth that God does not desire to wrap God's arms around and say, you are part of the kingdom of God. Be my children. That's the gospel we proclaim at St. Michael Church, that the circle can never get too large. And that's why our baptism become signs to the people in the community of what God has done. Widen your arms, widen the circle, invite all people in. So there are three primary things that happen at baptism. We're washed from sin, we're united with Christ, and we're filled with the Holy Spirit. And that gift of the Holy Spirit is what I want to talk about now. The presence of the Holy Spirit weaves throughout Scripture In Genesis 1, the Spirit of God hovers over the primordial waters before creation is brought into being. In Hebrew Scripture, the Spirit of God is revealed in the proclamation of the prophets and the personification of wisdom. In the Gospels, the Spirit of God is given by the breath of Jesus after he has risen and he sends his disciples into the world. In the Acts of the Apostles, the Spirit of God is poured down on the day of Pentecost. And over and over again in the New Testament, when people are baptized, they receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. What does the Holy Spirit do? The Holy Spirit guides, counsels, advocates, and corrects, preparing us for deeper life in God and more effective mission in the world. It's a constant process. We call it sanctification, where the Holy Spirit is constantly working on us, making us partakers of the heavenly kingdom, but some of us All of us need work. And so, as Paul writes in the letter to the Romans, the Spirit helps us in our weakness, for we do not know how to pray as we ought, but that very Spirit intercedes with sighs too deep for words, and God who searches the heart knows what is the mind of the Spirit, because the Spirit intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. Do you understand what's happening? You've been given the gift of the Holy Spirit, and then throughout your whole life, that Spirit is praying in you and through you in ways you don't even understand to God who understands the Spirit. And in that way, we are constantly being made new. You are sealed by the Holy Spirit in baptism and marked as Christ's own forever. The seal of the Holy Spirit is like that seal affixed to the ancient letters When a letter was sent out, a bit of hot wax was dripped on the parchment, and the sender would apply his rings insignia to the wax, confirming the identity of the sender and the authenticity of its contents. And in the same way, when we are baptized, we are sealed with that image of Christ and sent into the world as bearers of God's message, God's letter of good news, of hope and reconciliation. The mark of Christ given at baptism is eternal. There is nothing we can do to erase our divine inheritance. I want to be very clear on this. It is eternal. It is solid. You are beloved of God. But we can forget about it. We can diminish the effectiveness of God's message in us. But we can't break the bond of eternal love. Just think about the story of the prodigal son and the resentful brother. Both squandered their inheritance. One squandered it in dissolute living. 
The other squandered it in a stew of anger and resentment. But in both cases, the father embraced them and made it clear the feast was for them, that everything that was his was theirs. It just took time for repentance to move their hearts and for them to appreciate the durability of their inheritance. Many of you sitting here today have been baptized. You have been washed from sin. You have been united with Christ. You've been filled with the Holy Spirit. But you have forgotten your divine inheritance. You have become deaf to the guidance of the Holy Spirit. You have obscured the message of the divine sender so that when people see you, they have trouble perceiving the good news that was written on your heart in the beginning. But all is not lost. Our baptismal covenant provides the way home. Will you persevere in resisting, e resisting evil? And whenever you fall into sin, repent and return to the Lord. God knows we will do it over and over again, cycling deeper into his love. God knows the journey is hard. God knows that there are forces and pressures and experiences that corrupt and destroy the creatures of God. Our job with the help of the Holy Spirit is to renounce evil, to lean into the mercy of Christ. In just a moment, you'll hear these questions. Do you turn to Jesus Christ and accept him as your Savior? I do. Do you put your whole trust in his grace and love? I do. Do you promise to follow and obey him as your Lord? I do. God is continually calling us, guiding us, encouraging us, redeeming us. Every time we attend a baptism, we have a chance to repent of the sin that enslaves us, lean into God's love, and become bearers of the divine message. Friends, we are children of God. That is our true inheritance, even if we have forgotten it. And the Holy Spirit given to, a, given to us at baptism will never let us forget it. So go into the world as bearers of that divine message and let Christ's light shine in and through you for all to see. Amen.